Stand by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. Sit yourself down, strap yourself in, and you're going to be listening to Armitage on the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show, where over the course of the next hour, you'll be exposed to music that you should hear on the radio, but don't.
kicking things off this week were the Admiral Sir Cloudsley Shovel and Tired and Wired from their up and coming third album Keep It Greasy on the Rise Above Records that's due out on the 14th of October. For the Admiral Sir Cloudsley Shovel, Roger Delgado is still the master and no bedroom wall would be complete without a poster of Gillian Blake. Staying with that 1970s vibe, but this time with more than just a nod to the Heartbreakers and the Dead Boys are the Jonesy from Montreal, Quebec, with their debut 7-inch out on No Front Teeth Records. Two tracks in questions are I Wanna Bang Bang You and I Just Wanna Come On Your Face. I see a theme running through this single. also just happened to be Canadian, are Nerve Button with their self-titled debut album that came out in July on Wanda Records with a Facebook bio that reads a high-energy rock and roll band that comprise of five dissolute louts who like to sneer, mock and drink at every opportunity. They mix equal parts junk shop, stomp and 77 punk. 
Slade meet the Forgotten Rebels. Sarcastic and tongue firmly in cheek. Long live Maritime Sham Glam. I was immediately sold. just heard iPhony by Nerf Button. As long-time listeners will know, I love the Google Dolls, up to and including a boy named Goo. Unfortunately, for me, from Dizzy Up the Girl until the present day, the band's brand of sugary Disney pop has left me despondent. To be fair, the band are aware that they may have alienated fans of their first five albums, but are happy with the direction they have taken as sold-out venues across the US and Europe and the UK help to endorse. Well, as I have mentioned previously, there are some new kids in town in the shape and form of beach slang. As with Goo Goo Dolls, the band are minus their original drummer, J.P. Flexner, who left the band a month after beach slang seemingly split up on stage in Salt Lake City. Split, the band obviously have not, with a loud bash of teenage feelings released yesterday and a tour that takes in dear old Blighty starting in November. Johnny, sorry, John Resinek and Paul Westerberg must be on a plane to Philadelphia to drink from the well of harmonies that bubbles up from beach slang vocalist guitarist James Alex's backyard. Two singles have been released from the new album in the shape and form of Atom Bomb and this one punks it in a disco bar.
very lucky that PR companies send me music for my consideration. Gone are the days of jiffy bags stuffed with goodies, although Spine Farms still occasionally do. It's all digital, with links to this, that and the other. I was listening to one such recommendation that will remain nameless, as it didn't do anything for me. However, there was a sidebar that had other artists. The one that caught my eye was, I'm going to pronounce this wrong, uh, Tech, Tech Ski TV 666, who were finished. Svart Records are issuing a compilation of their first three EPs on the 9th of October, imaginatively titled 1, 2 and 3. Uh, it wasn't the fact that the band comprised of five guitarists, but the spiel that hooked me. And I shall quote, Jesky TV 666 is a band built on contradictions. It's as if new performed the Ramones songs it's a shoegazing helicopters. It's a heavy but soft wall of noise. A colourful slow motion explosion. Add a bit of Hawkwind and I'm so there. All the tracks are in Finnish, so I'm not even going to try and pronounce them. Instead, you're going to hear track number three.
The other good thing is when bands send you stuff. Again, normally digital as this keeps the cost down, especially if the band isn't some globe-trotting Enormodome act, even if in an ideal rock and roll world they would be. Step forward, Paul, guitarist with Warsaw-based band Poison Heart, who sent me a link to the band's brand new track white shoes uh, which continues in the same vein as their last album strong ties a track of which i played on episode 492 so if glucifer motorhead the helicopters peter pan speed rock and mustache can be found in your record collection then please add poison heart <laughs>
off my perch Wednesday morning when my eyes fell upon a picture that Rich Jones had put on his Facebook timeline. For one night only, playing two shows, one at 8 o'clock and one at 10 o'clock, the whole of the Heartbreakers Like a Motherfucker album will be played in full in New York City on the 16th of November by a band that will consist of Waterloo, Wayne Kramer, Tommy Stinson and Glenn Burke. Not too long ago, I believed that I said that all the great players from the New York City scene of the mid-70s that were still with us should get together and get out and play. Uh, I guess this is the closest that we could hope for, but I might have substituted Glenn for Mark or remote. Could you imagine this band playing the Roundhouse? Yeah, me too. Tommy Stinson also crops up in this week's crowd-funded fan finance section. Back in 1992, Tommy formed Bash and Pop after the breakup of the replacements, releasing their one and only album, Friday Night is Killing Me, in January 1993. Fast forward to today, and Tommy has reactivated Bash and Pop with the band's new album available to pre-order from Pledge Music. The album is being recorded, as with the debut, live in the studio. As Tommy says, recording live with a band is the only way I know 
this to be done. The spontaneity, the solidarity, the piss, the vinegar, the good times and the angst, these are all the things that I think make for a great rock and roll record, like a car careering helplessly off the road, only to be spared catastrophe at the very last second. For those of you who need reminding what that feels and sounds like, here is Friday Night Is Killing Me. Take my breath away Never got back from 
talking about mono, as I was last week, the Kinks via Pledge Music again are re-releasing their first eight albums, including Live at the Kelvin Hall and the double compilation Black Album on a 180 gram vinyl in obviously glorious mono with the obligatory hardcover book with the uh, never-seen-before photos. £144, it is priced as a one-off payment, but at £14.40 per LP, that's certainly cheaper than buying them individually. From 1969's Arthur or the Decline and Fall of the British Empire in mono, here is Shangri-La. Yeah. 
Ryan Hamilton, along with his traitors, who are hard at it in Scotland, has just let pledges for their latest album hear the last of his demo recordings before they are honed down and tightened up vying for a position on the new record. I do like hearing demos, seeing how a song has changed and developed, which is lucky as a download of Ryan's demos, which he warns us might be a lot as he typically writes 20 to 30 songs before whittling them down to half that amount, is part of the pledge package. So to entice you, here is one minute, five seconds of Ode to the Idiots. I'm a consistent motherfucker and I always tell the truth I hear that you can say it otherwise and acting like a fool you know that I don't have the patience to just sit around and wait while bullies use the internet to lie and spread the hate Hey, let me make myself clear If you got something to say expecting in the next couple of days the demos that role model rich rags recorded for the forest lawn and last year's the go-to guy album as part of the role models last pledge campaign of course as is the way mr postman will deliver it half an hour after i finish recording this week's show i have mentioned this idea to captain sensible as dan demos over time always find their way into the public domain and this way the band would make some dosh off them he liked the idea Naturally. I just want my fortune now. I'm back in the middle of the war now. The bomb that has been on the ground is on it. I'm going for the jet for a point of war. Now I've learned so.
course of the last couple of weeks, two of the so-called classic heritage bands' continual existence has been called into question, with two long-standing members leaving for, in the case of Rick Parfit, medical conditions, and for Cliff Williams, bassist with ACDC since 1977, Retirement beckons. Status quo are currently using Richie Malone in Rick's stead for the last of the electric tour, which was to see the quote bowing out from the heads down, no nonsense, full on electric show. Status quo permanently without Rick Parfit? It's unthinkable. Uh, I'm glad I saw the classic lineup back in the day and the near classic one with Pete. Kirchner, but once Alan had gone, status quo became as different as to the one that recorded pictures of matchstick men. Not bad, just different. Never was a name of a band less apt. <laughs> Young, the last remaining original member, is the writing on the wall for ACDC. On to singer number four with the on loan Axel Rose, 
Malcolm Young's ill health preventing him from playing, Phil Rudd incommunicado, Cliff's retirement, can brand ACDC survive with the credibility intact? Yeah, I think it can. A named replacement might damage it. I have heard Flea being banded around, but I think that would be wrong move. Turning in ACDC, well, a cabaret act. A session musician like Bon Jovi did with Hugh MacDonald or the Rolling Stones with Daryl Jones would suit best. Unless, uh, of course, there's a bass playing young waiting in the wings. <laughs> Stay that you play too loud 
it's just not heritage bands the existence has been put in doubt graveyard yesterday announced that they were due to musical differences officially closed So 
once again, it's that time for me to thank you for listening. I hope that until we meet again over the internet, that the up-and-coming week will be kind to you, and you, in return, will be kind to it. Until next week, take it easy. <laughs> <laughs>